This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. It was an action-packed weekend, and I didn't even watch the NBA All-Star Game or the Daytona 500. Uh, just in the world of sports, it was action-packed. The, uh, the PGA was at the Riviera Country Club uh, in Los Angeles or something called the Genesis, whatever. I, I hate these names. It was always the Riviera, right? Was that, was that the uh, car that Tiger was in when he had his wreck last No, last Genesis is a real estate company based out of Michigan. I mean, they deal with... Uh, I thought it was a, the Genesis vehicle. Mm-mm. That's what I would have. So, uh, but that is Not the car that Tiger the, was in. Yeah, it's, right. an electric, it's a new electric car. He, he sure. did. He didn't. He wrecked an electric car. No, no. I it was. It was, but they're, they're it promoting, was the brand Genesis. They're, promo- but, they're yeah. promoting the electric car. Yeah, right yeah. They they are. The Genesis Invitational, the Genesis, whatever it is called. I thought it was, uh, uh, according to the PGA Tour site, uh, a company that deals uh, on high end real estate and working with real estate investors and all that. On one of the holes, number eighteen or something, like there's there's a Genesis car. And there are Genesis commercials. Um, and they're Who makes the Genesis? Genesis? Genesis. Yeah. I think that's the, the That's vehicle. the manufacturer. Is that the manufacturer that he was driving when he wrecked yes. his car? Yeah. There was, this was the tournament he played in. I think it was the day after he was going to go do some promo. And Maybe driving. it is. Maybe I got that completely wrong. I thought it said on the PGA site, uh, a South Korean, is, is it part of Hyundai? I don't know. That's a conglomerate that's got Kia, Honda, all kinds. I mean, I, maybe I, it is. I don't know. I don't remember. All right. Anyway. That's pretty bad, though, when they're promoting a tournament, have people think it's a real estate I, I don't even have any idea. Yeah, I don't even know. Do we? Is there a place you can buy a Genesis here? There's several in Decatur already, but really? I, don't, I don't believe there's anywhere you can purchase it here. I, I see one. There's at least one or two downtown. What I do they look like? Chryslers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. The logo kind of looks like pretty classy looking sedans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, the, these names come and go on the PGA Tour now. I mean, for years the tournaments were known, you know, basically where they were played. You know, yeah, Pebble Sue Beach. Yeah, the leaders, and the only na- name on the leaderboard she could have ever heard of was Rom. Outside of that, she wasn't sure. Zalateris and people like that I knew, but uh, for the casual viewer, these names are all different. Uh, okay. Um, uh, is it really? I mean, you know, Max Home, I mean, you know, the JB Holmes, there were several people that were, um, he didn't mean anything okay. to me. Who Holmes, Max Home? No, not really. Really? I mean, well, not because he's so, I, I've noticed him, but I hadn't noticed him up. Well, he's me. pretty young. I, you know, some of these guys have only been on the tour for, you know, a couple of years. Uh, I don't know. There was a guy by the name of Eldrick Woods that played the tournament over the weekend. Uh, oh. Oh, no, the guy I know is Tiger. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was watching that and, and some other stuff, uh, and I did not watch at all uh, the uh, the Daytona 500 or the NBA All-Star State. Who won the, the NBA game? Team Giannis. Although, uh, they don't do the East versus the West. Anymore. No, they have captains, and they do a draft. They pick the reserves, then they pick the starters, and then they play, and uh, Giannis was hurt two, the night before All Star. How did they weekend. do the uniform thing when they were picking? They they, they would get drafted on the stage, and a, and a kid from either, from either charity would come come with the, the right jersey. color. Yeah, right. yeah. LeBron hurt his hand during the game. Giannis hurt his hand before the game, so neither uh-huh. neither play. It was a kickoff to the XFL season. Okay. And uh, St. Louis won their game with a 15 point comeback in two minutes because of the new rules. Which are a blast. What time did that game start? Just out of two, curiosity. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. All right, not the bad. The Rock was there. And then they had a, a primetime game, too. 
Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But we need a primetime game. Yeah, they played like uh, an evening game, like six or seven o'clock on ESPN, I believe. So, okay, that was my question. What time did the actual All Star oh, game? You're now talking about back to basketball. Uh, the All Star game started at seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. The draft started at six thirty. The game started at seven. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to confuse you there. Where did I get off the track? I, I thought I we were mentioned, talking about. I the said, I, well, I had said, and then it was also the start of the XFL season. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, that's a t- terrible weekend. I, I mean, if you're going to start like like an upstart football thing, why would you put it on the Sunday with the the Daytona 500, the NBA All Star Game, and Tiger Woods back for the first time? You, you know, in a t- stadium <laughs> availability. That's crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just what it is. <laughs> it's a lot of competition yeah uh all right so and, and tnt who carried the the all-star game tnt was simulcast on tbs with a different set of announcers wow two different sets of announcers that's interesting uh did you watch any of the nba all-star game no i was on i was watching the 500 okay what time does the 500 start oh it lasted forever yesterday it started i think at two o'clock and it was over at eight o'clock you talk about not knowing anybody and how in the world do you have an overtime in car racing two overtimes double overtime okay and the crazy thing is that means twice two cars went over the finish line at the exact same second no they i'm not exactly sure how they did their i I would tell you the um the, the the tona 500 or nascar has changed so many rules that it's a different watch now i mean it's almost like demolition derby I've never seen so many wrecks. The the strategy to win that race all comes down in the last to survival. Twenty laps. The, the the jockeying that goes on, the pushing that goes on, the knocking people around in cars is unbelievable. And you got cameras at every angle, so you can see exactly what these guys are getting, how they're how they're crashing. It was the craziest thing. Um, the winner. Ricky uh, uh, Steinhouse, Stenhouse Jr. Stenhouse Jr. in the Kroger car. They didn't talk about him the entire race until the end when he actually won it. And he won it on a decision because in the last lap, if there's a major wreck and a caution flag goes out, who's ever in front on the last lap before they cross the finish line wins the race. And that's what happened last night. All right. I, I, I don't know him. I don't know the Kroger car. Is it Joey Logano? Is that who finished second? C. Bell, third. C. Boucher, A. Bowman. I don't know any of these. All the main guys got, they got crashed out. Okay. It was crazy. 65 years they've been uh, doing that uh, at the Daytona 500. I, I did see a, an interesting thing uh, yesterday. Uh, when Tiger Woods was asked about the Masters, because clearly he's coming back and getting prepared to for Augusta, which is what, what about four or five weeks out? It's like April third is yeah. the beginning of it. Is that right? And this was more about Gary Player than it was uh, about Tiger Woods, because they were asking him, you, you, you know, would he be? Could he come just be the honorary? Could he come just keep playing, you know, with a lifetime exemption? And he said that the competitor in him, you know, that he he can't get to a headspace where he just shows up for the the pomp and circumstance, you know, just to play because you can play. If he doesn't think he can win, then he's not going to play. And he says that's sooner than you probably think. I mean, he sort of hinted at, you know, maybe we're seeing the very last, uh, uh, you know, times well, that we'll see Tiger Woods. 
He just hasn't proved that he can do it four days in a row. Yeah, he, he looked awfully tired yesterday. You could just tell, like, the, the practice rounds, the pro-am, the four rounds. By the time he gets to Sunday, it's pretty tough. For he him. said that he was going to play the majors and maybe a couple others. That's all his body can take. Saw a quote from him about that. Yeah, but but what was interesting about that whole story was what he would have to do to match Gary Player. Uh, because you think about Tiger and the the prolific career and all the wins. When you look at some of these young guys that put together nine or ten wins and he had 83 wins. I mean, it's not even remotely close. But for him to play uh, as many masters as Gary Player from South Africa has played, Tiger would have to be uh, – hang on one second here. This will blow you away. Um he would what is he 40 he's not 50 yet right no not yet he's 47 years old uh he's played in 23 masters and he's won five of them which is you know legit uh but he would literally have to play to the age of like 78 to match gary players masters that's not going to happen. No. no. I mean, no can way. you imagine that? No I mean, way. What does that say about Gary Player, though? That guy who was like Mr. Physical Fitness, you know, kind of like the Saturday Night Live skits, you know, like bump. Pons and Frogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's been there forever. And, and is the guy who, unlike Jack Nicholas and, and uh, you know, Arnold Palmer, like his posture didn't go, you know, he didn't kind of slump over. That guy was just like this. Pretty amazing. So I watched yesterday some of that. It's a beautiful golf course there uh, right outside of Los Angeles. What I think you're going to enjoy the most about the Masters this year is the uh, ball skipping contest on, uh, was it, number 16? Yeah. The par three. Uh, They all do it. And uh, Tiger last year uh, didn't win it with his threesome, but they, they all bet. And they they dropped that ball right there in front of the water, and they all three skipped that thing off the water onto the green, and uh, I think Justin Thomas got it closest. Well, they have uh, a great relationship. I was telling Kevin was unaware of full swing. Uh, if you kept watching, or are you no, still in the queue? Man, That's there's okay. too and much. A lot of going on. Uh, the same people that, that did the Formula One show have uh, not only one about professional tennis, but now uh, there's eight episodes out there about the PGA, and they were inside the ropes, inside the locker rooms, inside everything uh, uh, for eight episodes last year. So they're at all the majors, all the big tournaments, and it's really, really good. Uh, and you see a lot of the betting and the camaraderie and the friendship, and that all came, came to a spotlight over the weekend when – Tiger Woods handed a tampon uh, to uh, okay uh, to Justin Thomas after he outdrove him on a hole and then became a big thing he had to apologize for. I bet. Uh, and then politically incorrect. He did uh, sort of save the weekend with the little girl with the sign. Uh, Tiger's caddy uh, noticed this girl with a sign, and it had like a wish list on it. it Bucket it, list. And, and one of them was open heart surgery with a check. Meet Tiger Woods in person uh, was open, and then like uh, play at Augusta. And the caddy, and then there's video now of the caddy who pointed it out to Tiger, the sign, and he went over and personally checked off the Meet Tiger Woods in person, autographed a ball and a glove and gave it to her, and there may have been an exchange about Augusta. 
so uh, those kind of things that happen, that's what was great about the series. It's like, it's really not about the golf. You don't, I mean, you see the golf, you know, but that's not what it's really about. And uh, my episode that I enjoyed the most was a couple of the rookies and, and a guy who just doesn't, you know, he's happy being 70 in the world and his caddy and everybody else, including Max Homer, who was in that episode as they're drinking beers around a fire pit. You get to see, they all look so young too. Like take the hats off, you know, take the demeanor, like Sunday demeanor off. And they look like your sons and your your kids. Yeah, and some are younger. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing, uh, and the strength and the physical shape that these young guys are in now. And they all hit the ball three hundred plus well, yards. I would not say John Rahm's in great physical shape. He's a little bit of a bull, but he he's how old a, is he? John Rahm, not old. Um, he's, he looks older than maybe he is because he's a big guy and he is a little chunky yeah i i don't think he's uh, uh, he hasn't been on the pga tour for that long has he he's 28 years old yeah, um i would have guessed him for 30 yeah or no but he's won five of his last nine tournaments and those are tiger like numbers stretching back into 2022 the last nine tournaments in he's been in he's won more than 50 percent five times yeah he's pretty amazing uh but it's an endurance trip too i mean how 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 long can you go at that level before somebody mm. takes you over? Tiger went an awful long time. Yeah, he did. No one's ever going to. Rory McIlroy says in that full swing, you know, show there will never be another Tiger Woods. Did he? Yeah. You gotta love Rory. He's great. He's he comes a humble off, guy. He listen. He comes off well, uh, in particularly with this whole live argument and his take on staying with tradition and where he is and being a custodian of the game. Uh, he comes off well. Yeah. Uh, and and some of the other Brooks Kepka is a head case uh, uh, who literally can't get it together and play. Uh, Dustin Johnson just looks like a d bag uh, for the most part. Uh, it's weird how some of the images you have of these people just from watching them play play out in their own personal lives. It's worth watching. Check it out on Netflix. All right, so uh, you the NBA we covered the Daytona 500. We covered. I think Mike Colby was at the Daytona 500, right? Was he? I, 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 he's I thought a big I saw a picture. Guy. Right, I thought he was an Indy 500 he is. guy. Yeah, but he's a motorsports enthusiast, secondary to Th- that. Does that translate across? I mean, do a lot of NASCAR yes. people? My wife was watching Formula One. Now she loves NASCAR. The, the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people watching that that aren't necessarily you know race fans, uh, which is the whole idea behind why the PGA or the World Tennis Tour you know wanted to do that is to hopefully bring some fans back or catch some new ones. Uh, but but isn't there a huge difference between open wheel and I, I mean I, to me it's like two different sports. Oh yeah, absolutely. The uh, F one is like so expensive, so 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 expensive. Um, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and and it's set up in a way that if you have the finances, you, you could really uh, be a premier team. And then in NASCAR, it's it's not as much of that. The the gap is a little bit smaller and a little more accessible. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. So total- one feels really American and one yeah. feels vaguely European, yeah. you know, and it's sort of it's now Daytona 500. I've, I've never understood why they have their biggest race of the year at the beginning of the year. That's true. It's the Super Bowl of the races. I, you know, I, I think it just goes back to the to the heritage of. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it does. But it seems weird. Yeah. Kick off the year and then build everything's a all downhill it. from here. Yeah. <laughs> I read where the total purse of yesterday's race, yeah, twenty something like twenty six million dollars. Yeah, the winner gets like two point eight of it, and then 
the rest gets parsed out. That's a lot for. I mean, that's not much for the winner if that's the whole purse. Yeah, I mean it. it the, it's just not the same. Second and third gets over a million bucks. Yeah. Um, okay, but they still got. My question is, what's Formula One? Oh, I'd have to look that up. Oh, I'm sure it's probably way more. It's way more. It absolutely is. Uh, it, it is to the point where some teams, they, there's rules where how much development on your car you can do. Some teams are already out of it and start development on next year's car because they don't want to waste this year's money. They start trying stuff out for next year. It's unbelievable. But I want to sneak in one sports thing. The the XFL on the lower tier of sports, no question. But here's here's why I wanted to bring this up. It was fit, it was eighteen or I'm sorry, fifteen to three with a minute and a half left. St. Louis scores a touchdown. They're down nine points. They have the option in the XFL to go for one point, two point, or three points by taking a, a snap further away. They scored a three pointer, so it was nine. And instead of a kickoff, if you complete a three pointer, you have the option of going for fourth and fifteen on your own twenty, at, and that would be your chance to to keep going. They're able to do that, and the game turned around in a minute and a half, which would have been a kneel fest in the NFL. So some of those rules are really kind of make it fun, and you might see uh, translate into the into the pro sports game. You think the NFL is worried about the XFL? Worried about it? No. Yeah. Using well, the, it as a developmental sort of thing and look and see what works and doesn't? You, you think sure. that, the, the, okay, we, we lost our collective minds over a holding mm-hmm. call. Uh, do you think that this go for it on fourth and 15 after going for three points, I'm backing it up? I, <laughs> I can't imagine the NFL doing that. Uh, you know, a lot of they, they are mentioned by name in the broadcast. Dean Blandino is the head of officiating for the XFL. They they are the NFL would be better off if this works. And they know that having having another amount of football, they'll probably buy it one day. But it was pretty exciting. And I think they'll keep an eye on it. Why couldn't the PGA be like the NFL and allow live in like they did this? Why would they? They didn't. They, for, well, first of all, the NFL didn't let them in as far as they're not sharing revenue. They're not sharing players. They're not sharing. They're playing anything. nice. They're it, not officially together, they're not but they're playing networks. They're yeah. not doing all kinds of stuff. Why, why are you so for this live tour? I, I, I just I it, it has done nothing, nothing. They got a TV network deal that they didn't even get paid for. I, I mean, it, it is it's because the pressure of the PGA. You think was, the PGA has like pressure over the CW? I think they have pressure over all the major networks. That's why it's uh, the not CW. On there. No, CW, they don't have, and that's why it's on CW for free. But they are part of a bigger conglomerate, but, you know. But my point is, though, I mean, people are falling over themselves even to this day to pay billions of dollars for live sports, and they can't find. Nobody watched TBS for sports until they got basketball, and now they do. So, I mean, that's probably what they're. What do you think that they is. paid for the NBA rights for that? You think they got free? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't see where, where, I mean, I'm not quite sure. If you watch this full swing thing, I think it's an equivalent um, scenario that what it's off season. They're 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 doing it when the NFL's it's not, not off. Liv's not off season. They play well, they, the same they time. They worked that out. No, but they, but Kevin, they didn't want to. They didn't want to join the PGA. They wanted to defeat the PGA. And the XFL, that I, I see your parallel. The XFL is taking a different mindset. We want our guys to get the recognition and to go on to the NFL. They, they kind of know what what the score is. The live is wants to destroy the PGA. So didn't the prior 
XFL or whatever it was. Try, yes, when and, Vince McMahon owned it, yeah. and their goal was to smash right. the NFL. And how did that work out? It did not work out. It did not work out well. Now that The Rock and his ex-wife Danny own it, they know where they're at. They've got deals in place. No, they were. I was watching that Prime uh, about Dion, Coach Prime, yeah, documentary, and and they were setting up camps for like their kids and like the historically black colleges and stuff, you know. And, and the whole thing was maybe this is a chance for you to go to here to the NFL for players that maybe wouldn't be in the draft, you know, normally. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's a whole different model. Well, I think if Liv was smart, that's what they would do. But they didn't do that. They didn't come in and take number 89 to 100. They came in and tried to take the top golfers. And you can't play for two different tours. Nobody's playing for the NFL and the XFL. There will well, probably be some that go from one to the other, but they're not from one to the other. But they're not they are now in the, yeah. in, the, uh, in the majors because, like the Masters, they're letting them both play in that. That's all under law. I mean, that, that may or may not happen. That's, that's until it's all settled in court. Well, eventually, I think that would be the solution. If they shake down and realize we're the second tier. Right. We're playing in the off season. Get some of these upstarts. May, yeah, maybe there's a spot for them. You can't have golf year round. I guess. I mean, I don't have a dog in the fight. I watch them both. Really? What is it you find enjoyable about the live tour? They're getting paid whether they win or not. They're only playing three days. What's the incentive? Well, I don't find watching golf on TV enjoyable. It fills time. Um, I'd much rather go to the tournaments um, to see the action. Unless it's a major, it's something to lay on a sofa and take a nap with on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> okay. If it's a major, it's exciting. All right. Uh, well, it will, uh, we'll see what happens with all that. I, I just, I, I'm telling you, watch the eight episodes. You'll feel, you'll feel for like Ian Poulter. Why he did what he did to join the Live Tour. You'll understand it, and it will make sense to you. Uh, the Dustin Johnsons, it doesn't at all. And, and you can talk about, I mean, he's got Wayne Gretzky money, and they're talking about worried about their kids. I know. How much is enough? How much money do you need? Yeah, that's exactly right. If you make $35 million on the PGA Tour, I don't want to sit and watch you on TV lecture me that you went for the blood money because you got to worry about your kids. Yeah, it's a stretch. It is. That's a stretch. It is beyond a stretch. Now, if you're Ian Poulter and you say, look, I'm probably never going to be able to compete again, but he gave up his chance to be a Ryder Cup captain, which meant everything in the world to him for a few more bucks. There's so many really good golfers out there that don't make it to the PGA because they missed um, a, a Q school uh, by one stroke. And, and then great. If they want to play on another tour, there's there's the Corn Ferry Tour. There's all there's an Asian tour. There's a European tour. There's all kinds of avenues for them. But if you think that you're going to get a TV deal or get me to watch because a whole bunch of players who couldn't make the cut to get to the PGA now have a chance to play on the live tour. That's not what they're selling you. They're selling you. We're going to give you has beens. We're going to give you Brooks Kepka. When Brooks Kepka announced, I thought, what a blow to the PGA. Until I watched Full Swing, that episode about Brooks Kepka, he lost his gourd. He can't compete out on the PGA Tour anymore. That's, and, and there was a time when he couldn't lose. Oh, absolutely. But you watch this episode about him, it's mind-boggling just how far out he was. I, I mean, literally stressed. Couldn't sleep, couldn't play, couldn't do it. You know, golf, as you know, we're both – Terrible amateur golfers, but love it. Um, you could play your best round. My best round would be like an 81 or something like that. And then for the next three rounds, hit 92s. 
and you and you think you know what you, what to do, but you just can't do it. And that's what it's just inches, you know, or your your muscles. And for these guys to be in the '60s the way they are, a tiger after right. blowing his leg up. We've we've done way too much sports. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I mean, thirty-five minutes and counting. Uh, the the live tour will be what the live tour is going to be until they prove they can be something else. I'm sorry, I should not have brought that up. Okay. Uh, I know that's a bad subject. Why? why it's a nerve with you. I just think it's a dumb business plan. It's not working. Well, you haven't seen the full extent of it yet. You're only these are the lost leader well, years. How long do you get? How many years do you get to it's lose bin, money? Too. I mean, but how many years do you think that they're just oh, going to spend money? You say long, I bet they're looking at a 10-year plan. Oh, my God. Kevin, no one's looking at a 10-year plan. I mean, do you know what 10 years looks Pretty like? Pretty Jim Kimmons they are. Okay. Do you think that, of course, they're telling everybody on the payroll that they're in this for the long haul. Why, why, who's there if you go, well, I don't know, it could be over in six months. You know? Well, I'm just saying uh, they've got major money behind it. Of course they do. And they've got a plan where they're going to, I think it was like 27 when they plan to be making money. All right. Do you think that they'll make it or not? I'm I'm not certain. I'm sure that they will spend and, and then one day it'll either have they, they, made it or they'll just pull the plug. Even in the if you're talking about Saudi money, I mean, yeah. eventually there's like, we can't see a point where I, this is profitable. So what year is this? 23? I bet they are for sure playing still in 27. Mm. I don't know. I, I We'll see. I mean, you, how many of these football, how many of these have there been? I mean, one never even started. Upstart leagues? Yeah. Uh, there's been the USFL, XFL tw- now three times, and the AAFL, the AFL, yeah. Yeah. So a handful. Yeah. How many league. of them have lasted? Um, None, really. Yeah. This, this one's in, in its second iteration. It looks healthy uh, for maybe, what it is. But, but it's been one game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you liked the rules and all that, but that doesn't have anything to do with whether or not it lasts. I mean, you personally enjoyed it. That's okay. Great. I take you that's, for your word. Yeah, that's not what I was basing it on. No, but I'm saying, but none of them have lasted. Right. Right. And this is the first first time where it's been open and honest about what it is mm-hmm. and, and complimentary versus competitive. Hey, it's entrepreneurism at the highest level. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, big risks, maybe big achievements are... You go bust. What, what do you think about, though, paying people? I, I mean, golf has always been based. I mean, the one thing is the, the whole thing they explained ad nauseum and episode after episode of this full swing is you go to the tournament, you don't make the cut, you don't get a dime. You're going home and you've put out the expense of being there. Yesterday, watching those guys claw it out, you know, for first, second, Max Homa had a huge putt. You know, John Rahm's going to win the tournament, but Max Homa's got a, a putt that, that will mean huge dollar differences. I mean, if he makes the putt, he's second, you know, alone. If he doesn't make the putt, he's tied for third and splits a lot less money out. And, and so there's the drama of how they play that. And it's always been that way. Yeah, but for us, that's great. But for the players, it's not so great. That's ah, not know, what they, Tiger Woods says. It's not what Rory McIlroy well, yeah, says. At the top of, but all these other guys that are. Who are you struggling. tuning in to see? The guy struggling, or are you tuning in to watch Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods do all, what they do? All live is just using a baseball or a football model by paying these these really good athletes a lot of money, and they do. Pujols brought people in, and uh, he didn't didn't matter whether he hit a home run or not last year. Um, he, he knew he's getting his money for a year. And it wasn't that much compared to what he was getting. But 
you know, look at that other contract, $25 million a year for 10 years. Uh, that didn't work out so well for the Angels. Now you're just all over the place. No, it's a I mean, you're comparison. literally all. You're telling me the Angels, the Cardinals aren't trying to win to get to the postseason? Yes, but they're paying their players a salary. Yeah, but these guys are getting With paid incentives. regardless of what whether they win, lose, draw, show up, don't show up. They're just getting paid. Well, so does a baseball player. But does the baseball players keep getting paid if they don't perform? No, yes. they don't. They get traded. Baseball, they do. Sadly, they do keep I, getting paid. But do they? Does the team keep them? Does the te- I mean, does the team want to win? Most of them want to. Well, they all want to. But you know, if if you don't win on on the live tournament, okay. four minutes later, playing. after I just said we're done with sports, after thirty five minutes, after forty, we're I really tried done. To end it. I know you did. But then you try to throw it like you tried to end it like you think this is Soy City Buzz, where you get the last word on how great live golf is. <laughs> I don't think it's that great. I just don't mind it being in existence. I don't care if it's in existence either. Just oh, don't. Dude. <laughs> okay. that, that should actually be their marketing. <laughs> it's not that great, but hey, it's here. here. <laughs> I think that's good marketing. Yeah. You spend your Sunday taking a nap trying to find it on YouTube, and I'll uh, watch CBS's coverage CW, of the Riviera. No. Yeah. It's you, right next to You don't even CBS. know what the channel of the CW is. What channel is it? It's right next to CBS, I think. It's right in. It's, it's got a good placement on Xfinity. I never stopped to watch it. I never stopped to watch TBS either until okay. basketball. <laughs> You're right. Liv's going to be the new NBA. We'll take a break. Uh, when we get back here, a lot to get to uh, today. What are we going to talk about next? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, actually, I do. Gee, it's like I planned out a show or something. <laughs> it wrestling? Uh, wrestling, yes. And we'll get into all the iterations of that. Boy, okay. I get in trouble last week. Good. Yeah, because I messed up your schedule. I didn't know you had a schedule. Now I do. So I'm asking. Yeah, I've only done this for 27 years. Yeah, but I was, you always made it look easy. I didn't know you were actually scripted. What kind of? You got a you got a list. Structured. 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 Planned. Not scripted. How about planned? Structured. How about you come up with planned or, or structured to begin with instead of saying scripted? You know what you were saying there. That was the first word that came to mind. Yeah, of course it is. I corrected it. Because all of your nuance. <laughs> After I saw your look, I came up with well, Because you're, you're such a nuanced guy. I mean, everybody knows that, that right? You, you live in the gray. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I wasn't going to talk about Fox uh, News, but I think now maybe we will. Oh, Tucker? Hannity? Laura? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the prime time lineup. Yeah, the people you get all your information from. Well, I got to admit, I do watch Tucker. Okay, we'll do this on the other side of the Hannity break. Hannity is it's old. We got a lot to get to. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20. Storm Team Forecast. Back with more after this. Today is going to be mostly sunny with a high of 54. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 31. For Tuesday, mostly sunny, high of 46, chance of late night rain. And for Wednesday, showers with thunderstorms, high of 58. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 32 degrees. Your WSOI time is 641. This look at your weather brought to you by Staley Credit Union. Ready to bank better? Bank Staley Credit Union. Ready to bank better? You got it at Staley Credit Union. Just think, better rates on loans and savings. All the technology of a big bank. Trusted in the community since 1930. 
and when you join, you actually own part of it, which translates into major membership benefits. At Staley Credit Union, you got it. Learn more at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. For 23 years, the Community Foundation of Macon County has worked to connect the philanthropic goals of donors with the needs of our community. This is Steve Groney, Community Foundation Board Trustee. Our foundation has grown to over 380 funds that have been established by individuals, families, businesses, agencies, and organizations to benefit a variety of community causes. We're proud to share that in 2022, Foundation donors made over $5 million in grants to support social services, arts, recreation, conservation, health, and education. Because of donor generosity, we are creating a better future for our community that allows all to live, learn, work, and thrive. If you are interested in learning how you can work with the Community Foundation to establish a fund to support the causes you care about, call today at 429-3000 or visit our website at MaconCountyGives.org. Hi, this is Colleen Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen, 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen, 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you or find you a house to make your new home. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. That guy got his musical rights back. Catalog. Fogarty? Yeah. He got that back a long time ago, didn't no, he? No, it was just in the last couple of months. Uh, you know, that would have been a thing he had worked for for like 40-something years or whatever. Yeah, he got screwed just like all these rock and rollers did by their managers. Every single one of them. That's unbelievable. I guess... They weren't business guys, and who knows? They were just. They just wanted a chance. Yep, and they weren't big when it happened. Yeah, um, I met him. I know you. That's why I was thinking about that because you told me uh, after you met him that he, you know, had, was still trying to fight to get his music back. And he, I gave, I gave him Tim Wallace's name, who was working for Newhoff at the time, or probably Joiner back then. A uh, hundred years ago? I thought this was in the last few years. No, no, it was, oh, no, it was when I was 50 years old. I was there on my 50th birthday. Uh, so, it was 18 years ago, 17 years You've ago. You've seen him since then. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw him a year after that. It it goes by fast, Brian. I was 50. You told me about ago. it at the Devon one time. Why, the story lasts forever. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how it's often like, do you, no, do you I'm just, John Fogarty? Well, no, I'm just, for perspective purposes, it's like I can recall where we were when we had the conversation, and the Devin wasn't there 18 years ago. Well, no, I just was see, I just saw you at the Devin. I, that's who I love to see come here is John Fogarty. <laughs> he, he opened for John Mellencamp, and he was better than Mellencamp. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, uh, Zane went to see Springsteen this weekend. Uh, uh, w- w- you, you know, for Christmas, uh, you know, we're going in March, and we didn't know that uh, uh, family, uh, Lindsay's mom, uh, stepmom, bought tickets for them to go to Kansas City uh, over the weekend. 
and, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really proud. I'm not going to take any sort of credit for influence, but when everybody's lined up to see Taylor Swift, our 19-year-old came back with, you know, three hours worth of Bruce Springsteen tales and, and cool concert T-shirts. I hear he puts on one of the best concerts. Three hours. Never stops. Three hours, no opening act. Uh, at that age, still, you know, bringing the, the, the money, I, which is pretty cool. Does he do the uh, the band keeps playing and Bruce goes in the back for 10 minutes to kind of refresh? You know what I'm talking about no, that no a lot breaks. of them do? No breaks. Okay. No, yeah. they just rock for three hours. They've all, they did that the first time I saw him, yeah. uh, uh, literally at the University of Illinois, do like a half sold out, you, you know, uh, whatever that would have been, the assembly hall at the time, to Soldier Field with, you know, 100,000 people to now what they're doing is basically basketball arenas. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of when they just let the drummer and the sax player no, do it for I, 12 minutes. I, like, I, I saw Eddie Van Halen do like a 12 minute guitar solo. I, no one needs that. <laughs> and Eddie Van Halen was a really good guitarist, right. but you know they don't put a record out. You know, you know that that's a hit that has a 12 minute guitar solo. Right. No one's there, but that's everybody getting a rest. That's David Lee Roth on ice in back. <laughs> right. Hey, I listened to the song Jessica. By the Allman Brothers yesterday, 15 minutes long. Wow. That's, that, Talk that's, about guitar no, Just ridiculous 70s indulgence. It was like what, it was everything wrong with rock and roll music. It's a good song, though. No, it isn't. There's nothing that's 15 minutes listen long to, that's good. Listen to the live version of it. And I just, there's, no, there's, no, there's no such thing as a good 15 minute song. It is when you're running, you've got time to kill. Okay. I'm in a concert, I'm not running. I would agree with you 100% except for the Allman Brothers. <laughs> okay. They can uh, get away with it. All right. What, what did you make of the uh, of the text messages that were released uh, through court documents in this trial uh, between Dominion Voting uh, and Fox News? Well, I listened to you Friday, and I heard your outrage about Outrage? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I was kind of, in fact, I think it, there was laughter like underneath it. red meat. No, it was like, how can, you know, I just want to know when Tucker Carlson goes, our audience is full of good people who believe this. Did you feel like you were betrayed because he was talking about you? No, I don't. I mean, first of all, you act like people who watch these, uh, say, Tucker Carlson have no brain. And, and you, you, I'm always trying to figure out what's show business, what isn't, what's true, what's not. By and large, though, I will tell you, and it comes from my experience of watching him on his long-form interviews where he does an hour long on Tucker Carlson today on, on Fox Nation. Yeah, like Kanye West. Yeah, like Joe Rogan. And I'm not sure you improved your case just then, but go ahead. I don't know. He's got a lot, a lot of people. Um, they're great. I mean, I learn a lot. I end up buying books. I learn more about the sugar industry. I learn more about the alcohol industry. I've learned more about um, religion. A uh, the guy who wrote is atheism dead. I listened to him for an hour. I went and bought his book. Um, he just lets people talk on that show, and you learn a lot, and and you you, you like him more because he's not doing a a two minute segment every. Uh, you know, 10 times in one hour type okay. thing. But when his text absolutely show that he's lying to you on the air and knows he's lying to you on the air. Does it bother you at all that 
and I'll, I'll even say this about Danny Andrew McCabe. Oh, no, no, and his no, girlfriend. Whoa, 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 and, no, 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 no. And I'll no, say it about. Don't, don't skip. Don't skip. I asked you a direct you question. I asked you a direct question. When Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson all busted out on their own text that they typed with their own fingers, calling all of this stuff a farce while telling you on the air that this election was stolen, it doesn't bother you at all. First of all, they're cherry picking the text. You don't know the context. And I don't know that. This guest is nuts. Well, She's they, crazy. They cut her off the show. Once they figured him out, no. they wouldn't let was, him back on. So the stuff that they were sending out on January 6th, the stuff they were sending out after, the stuff they were, none of this bothers you at all, that, that you haven't been suckered at all by these people. January 6th, I watched, I watched Trump's. Um, speech that day of January 6th, it was okay. I didn't like his son's speech at all. I thought it was disruptive. I'm talking about Fox, not Trump's. I'm talking about Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram, who've been proven over and over again by their own words. That whole January 6th, there were hundreds of thousands of people there, and what, 200 we're idiots. I don't. I have no idea how you're jumping from point A to point X here, but I'm talking about Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram and their own words. In their own words, the text they were sending back and forth to each other about the suckers that believe these lies, and you no, don't care. No, that's at all. not what it was saying. It was saying, first of all, they're furious that an insider at Fox was saying things on Twitter or, or whatever social media that. There's no proof that the Dominion machine uh, did anything wrong, and it's crazy to go with that. And that's what they were mad at. And Tucker was saying, why isn't that person fired? Why would that be any different than if one of your producers or inside people here I'm talking about he called Donald Trump a demonic force. His words. Not a producer, not 200 people on January 6th, not anything to do with anything else, how he referred to the president in private. You know, as much as I like Donald Trump, there's a lot of things that I've called him an idiot before. Why would he say that? What's he thinking? Why did he do that? He's shooting himself in the foot. January 6th was a major shooting yourself in the foot incident. It made Trump look terrible. So, yeah, Trump is not... um, Perfect. He's done a lot of stupid things. He's lost a lot of his base because of his tweets. All right. But he's done a lot how, of good things as are, president. Why are you incapable? Incapable of answering the question about Tucker Carlson? You keep you going. want me to answer it the way you feel, and I don't feel. I'm, as, I'm asking you using his words. How do you explain it? And you've used every example of like, everything outside of Tucker Carlson that you can. I don't like making an opinion on eavesdropping when they're cherry-picking lights, because you're assuming you know all about that conversation. It's not eavesdropping. These are communications that are These because are of... private text that... Were, right, when you go on the air and you lie and you get on, sued, this is what happens. Well, then what do you say about the fact that Fox is saying that the Dominion Company hasn't lost any money and that this $1.5 billion lawsuit is is what, what, bogus what, because what, it didn't cost them what, that so, much money. So you can just now you can just take something and you can be you can lie about it whether it costs so if it doesn't cost them any money it's okay to lie about their company and have people on over and over and over that you're referring time, to that you're referring to in your own text as liars and crazies 
you know, but you're putting them on the air, knowing they're liars and crazies, and you're reinforcing it. You don't think that if somebody was doing that to your company, that the only way you would have recourse is to prove that you lost money? Well, what if you put somebody on the air that said some things that... I would challenge it like I'm doing right now. Look, it didn't make them look good. Uh, I I don't like the the whole. I'll tell you what. First of all, being in your business and I get to do a little bit of it proves to me it's very dangerous because you sometimes may not know what you don't know, and somebody else is is spewing lies on your air. The next thing you know, you look like you're a part of it, and by the time you get all your facts and make your decision, you've already made the mistake by having them on your air. Okay, you're acting like these people were on his show one time, and then he found out and didn't have them back. Well, this Laura was Ingram months. Said, and not, she'll never have Giuliani or the other She woman was saying lawyer. that behind the scenes while they were having them on all no, the time. No, she didn't. She stopped having them on. But I don't think it's right that somebody in the organization um, gives their opinion and breaks the confidentiality of their job. Okay but they didn't make them text that stuff to each other. Well, I'll tell you what, this makes the case not to text anybody anything. All right, or, or just not lie. They may not know they were lying at the time. They were talking about after these people were on their show saying that people, their audience, believed this stuff even though it was crap. Kevin, I mean, it was yeah, clear as day. They also could have been saying, how do we get out of this? Uh, we got ourselves in a in a bind. He's still doing it. He was still doing the election denying the day all of this came out. Well, let me let me say this: when Je- Rudy Giuliani was mayor of New York during 9/11, I thought he was bigger than the president. I thought the guy was the America's uh, mayor, and and I have great respect for him. And so when he's spewing this stuff at the time. He's got instant credibility with me until you find out maybe he he's really gone over the line. And I'm not so sure that it's proven yet. It's all it's all in the courts. Okay. But you well, you don't like him and you don't like what he represents. I, so I don't, you this is meat to you. I don't like lying. Well, my intent is up, but I'm not calling him liars. You don't think Rudy Giuliani's? I mean, he's going to be uh, disbarred. He's going to lose. His, you're telling me no, all of this is out of nothing. No, I think Rudy Giuliani and their woman lawyer—they um, were the ones that the president like was listening board. to. They were the ones that the president was taking their advice. They were the ones well, that the what president did this used. Said was. Yeah, well, you got to be smart enough to know who's who you're dealing with. Anyway, enjoy Fox. I just don't know how you, there, there's no way you make this sense other well, enjoy than CNN. they were willing. I think Don to, Lemon. My I, gosh. Oh, my God. My God. Yes. And I'm not a fan. But his, but my well, God. You're picking one guy out of oh. the whole network. So look at what Brett Bear and all, Martha McCallum went through by picking Arizona when they did. I mean, when they were they didn't pick Arizona. The guy that they fired picked Arizona. They were the anchors. They didn't have well, anything to do with the calling. Time show over. Right. Because they they told so, the truth about Arizona. People lost their jobs. Right. So that's, that's give, them, give them credit for that. Proves that the network has no integrity at all. They fired the people who were right. They kept the people How do you who know were, they fired him because the guy they fired said he was fired. Who is it? The guy who I can't not, remember his I'm name. Not heard but they, story. They, well, of course you haven't because you only watch Fox News. No, I don't. 
I watch I watch News Nation a lot now. <laughs> okay. What do you watch? Who's on News Nation? This story you're talking about, I couldn't hardly find it. It's on AOL. Which wait, 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 wait. What story? It's not on all the major. Uh, Are you talking about the the text? Yeah, I haven't it's seen it. It's on every. It's been on CNN. Nick, will you please help me here? You don't have to weigh in on. You're it, talking about the Tucker Carlson. The text. Yeah, that's a national on all media outlets, including Fox. But, you know, I didn't see it on Friday. All I saw was on AOL. Big on AOL. I, I don't even have AOL, I, so I have no idea well, what's on AOL or not. Google Tucker Carlson, and it'll show you where the story is. Uh, well, I can I, I, listen. I promise you this: you Google. Tucker Carlson text or Laura Ingram text or Sean Hannity text, and you're telling me the only thing that's going to come up is an AOL story? Uh, there are a couple of other name brand or other media brands that I've never heard of before. They, there, it was red meat to them. It was all over. But it wasn't CNN. It wasn't Fox. It wasn't NBC. It wasn't Oh, CBS. my God. It was, too. It was a New York Times front page story. No, I didn't read the New York Times. I don't care. It's a, it's a story. I mean, it's out there. There's no doubt about it. So you're, so you, you believe that it's true. It's a lawsuit. No, but you believe that the texts that were reported. I mean, that it was literally released in court records. You believe they texted each other this stuff. Yeah, I believe that that excerpt of the text is true. Okay, and you think that there's some sort of nuance to it that that's not what they were really saying. I don't know, and I I don't know that. Um, they didn't make a big mistake. Okay. But for me, Chris Steyerwalt, by the name, is the guy who was Fox News's election guy. I mean, he was the guy that was the one. He call- was an on-air yeah. personality. No, but he. Chris Steyerwalt. He was in charge. He was on air like John King is on air for CNN. He's the guy with the map and calling the votes in the states. Yeah, but he's not doing. He's not. There's a room back there of all these people behind computers. So he's just lying. States. He's lying. That he didn't lose his job. Oh, he lost his job. But why? But he probably wasn't. Because he called that... Arizona for Joe Biden. And Trump called immediately. Martha McCallum did. Martha McCallum is reading off a teleprompter. So was he. No, he's not, Kevin. Brian, they, that, that decision came from a war room. He people. was in charge of the war room. No, he's not. Okay. Do you want to bet $100 right now? I don't think he is. Do you want to bet $100 well, right now? How are you going to prove that? That he's in charge of the war Do room? Do you think it's not something that you can't find who was in charge that night of calling the election results for Fox News? I don't know that he's in charge. I think there's a, there's a coordinating director type person that's in charge of all those producers. And these people... Are there election experts? They go back there in the room. Martha McCallum has nothing to do with, she is the anchor. This guy was in charge of the election results that night. He's the one when Trump called the Murdochs, they got on the phone. He was the one who called Arizona for Biden. I think he's the talent of political expertise. Okay. You, I don't, he's not the guy in the back room. Would you like to bet $100? It'll be easy a, next week because you're going to be on the phone. There's a way that they call these states. By the really, I thought the, it was wrong. I thought that they were it was rigged. <laughs> Arizona. I mean, this is what Carrie Lake's still arguing today. Did I say it was rigged? No, you just said there's a scientific way that they call these states, but there's somebody in charge of making the call that People we're going to go on TV the air. Are waiting for a state to be called? Fox was first to call Arizona, and he got which hacked fired. Trump. Uh, 
immensely, but they didn't seem to care because they believe by their scientific um, calculating that Arizona was going for Trump. I mean, it was going for Biden. And uh, and they called it. I was upset. but Why would you be upset? Because I wanted Trump to win. Right. Once Arizona was But that's was not called, the same thing that it, it was looked, a lie or bad. that it was cheating or it was stolen. You're making my point. Fox was not lying, cheating. No. Or, and the guy who did it, they fired. They f- these, these pundits come on right and left. They go from He's Fox. not a pundit. Kevin, yes, he was he in is. charge of. No, he's a pundit. It used to be him and Dana Perino had their own show. It was it was Starwalt and Perino had their own show for the longest time. And they split them. He's an on-air yeah, he pundit. He was a politics editor for a decade, and then he was put in charge of the election coverage and the calling of the states. He was on the air that night. At, that was his role. He called Arizona. It was his call to call it for Biden. He did not make the decision. The decision was made at the decision desks. He was the in charge of yeah, the decision the that, desk. He's a guy on the air, like John, what's his name, King, uh, does. Uh, somebody's right. got to say it. It's amazing. You took 13 and a half minutes to not blame Tucker Carlson for a single thing, even though the guy is literally lying to you every night and laughing about it because you, the guy's you're done a good a lot person. Of great work. He may have blown that, but I'm not going to... It's not blowing it when you know, when you admit that what you're saying on the air is untrue and suckers out there listening are good people, but they believe this garbage, so we're going to keep giving it to you. He has called Trump out on so many stupid things that Trump's done more than anybody on Fox. Okay. But you don't watch him, so you don't know that. (sighs) I'm not saying he's perfect. And I don't even watch that much at night now. I watch The Wire. But I I do watch. (laughs) Look, we're we're five minutes late. We've we've missed every break. We we spent 40 minutes on sports and another 20 minutes doing the denying of Fox News' culpability in anything. I'm going to be in trouble again, too. Well, you've got Sue. That's, that's, yes, you have to deal with that wrath as well. My last thing for you is I'm going to be gracious and say, hey, you got a show tonight at 5 o'clock. Who do you have coming up? I do. And um, we're going to have Eric on tonight. He's going to be the sports guy. Les Albert, the first responders car show is coming up. He's going to talk about that. Gretchen Murphy. Yeah. She's coming back. I saw her at uh, Robbie's the other night, and I said, come on back for a show. So she's coming back. And uh, Jerry Johnson's going to be in. They've got a black history exhibit still going on through the month of February. All right. Sounds like an action-packed show. We'll see you tonight at 5. Thank you. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.